This is Rabbi David Walensky from Congregation Ohav Tzedek in Manhattan. The Purim Seuda, which we will be partaking of in a few short days, assumes a very important role in our lives as Jews. In contrast to other Seudos mitzvah, where the obligation to drink wine is fulfilled by our drinking a revious worth of wine, the Shulchan Aruch rules that at the Seudas Purim, one needs to drink enough wine to dull his senses such that he would be no longer able to discern the difference between Mordechai and Haman. Additionally, whereas various areas of halacha allow for grape juice to be used as a substitute for wine, at the Seudas Purim, many authorities maintain that wine itself must be used, not grape juice, and perhaps not even whiskey. So from where do these unique characteristics of the Purim Seuda stem? What my uh, dear Rebbeim from Yeshiva University, Rabbi Tzvi Sabolovsky, suggests that the Purim Seuda fulfills a somewhat different role than other Seudos mitzvah. Whereas other Seudos mitzvah use fine delicacies in wine to commemorate a moment in Jewish history that had nothing to do with food, such as the splitting of the Yamsuf on Pesach and their dwelling in huts on Sukkis, Purim Seuda brings us back to an event that's intertwined with food, and that's referring to the Seuda of Achashverosh. According to the Gemara and Megillah, the Jewish people willingly partook of this lavish banquet, and although it had no halachic impediments, the celebratory nature of this party was certainly unbecoming for Hashem's chosen nation. According to the Gemara, this unseemly way that the Jewish people conducted themselves at Achashverosh's party opened the doors for Haman's near success in eradicating the Jews. So our Seudah's Purim therefore contains a two-tiered celebration. On the one hand, the Purim Seuda, the celebration of the Jewish people's salvation from the hands of Achashverosh and Haman, a celebration that's similar to other holidays. But on another level, the Purim Seuda is a reenactment of that disappointing Seudah's Achashverosh that so many years ago brought the entirety of the Jewish society to the brink of destruction. So each year at our Purim Sudas, we are given the opportunity to reenact that fateful Suda with an entirely different theme of rejoicing and merriment for the sake of the Ribbon Shalom. The circumstances are therefore set up to be nearly identical. We're asked to drink more liberally than we otherwise may have, just as the Jews at Achashverosh Suda had done. And we are also asked to drink wine in specific, as the Jews had done it as well, as the Pasuk at the beginning of Miguel's Esther states, the wine was in abundance. Everything is set up nearly identically, with there being one sweeping difference. And that is the our Sudas Purim. The purpose is in order for us to deepen and further our relationship with Hashem. Although it's true that Nachum of Breslov used to say that mitzvah gedola liyos besimcha, at Purim, the opposite is true as well. That simcha gedola liyos b'mitzvah. It's a great simcha for us to be involved in a mitzvah. And if we ever find ourselves contemplating whether or not we're finding favor in the eyes of the Ribbon Shlolam, the litmus test can often be whether or not our simcha sachayim, our enjoyment in life, stems from our mitzvah performance. May our sudas Purim, in fact, be a true simcha, may be able to affect the rest of our year in a simcha and a truly happy way for the Ribbon Shalom.